John Wick. We're talking about the lovely series known as John Wick, an action fest, an, an orgy of action explosion. Whoa. It's coming up on the Fantastic Mr. Podcast. Once again, I am Zach Briggs, uh, joined by Justin Strange and Jake Kramers. How is everyone doing this evening? Oh, man. Fantastic. I mean, great. <laughs> so what do you guys remember, uh, I guess, your first action movie that you guys watched? And, uh, and I guess, what was it? And uh, what was your reaction? I mean, for me, I can't really recall. Probably some Jackie Chan movie, to be honest. Yeah. And the, kind of the kind of the B movie quality when it comes to action flicks and eventually um, i saw john wick not even when it first came out in 2014 probably years down the years later and that gung-fu action uh, a simple script uh, something about it got me hooked and then the sequels and the the latest john wick movie Mm -hmm. i think it's my favorite action series i'm not a big action guy because of kind of the stereotype of it's not not usually the best uh when it comes to you know acting or storytelling and there's some aspects of that uh in in the john wick series but uh overall it's probably one of my favorite action um, feasts for for cinema but what are you how about you guys when it comes to action movies what was your your first um recollection so i think just off the top of my head I liked a lot of comedies growing up. So the first thing I think of is, is Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley. Um, have you ever seen that movie? Uh, it's basically about a white, a white guy who lives in, I think Japan or something. He, he, he trains to become a ninja, but he's not that good. But then he ends up having to go back to America. And anyway, it's a funny movie. It's got Chris Farley. It's got the dude from, I forget his name, Robin show. I think his name is he's, he plays on, um, Mortal Kombat as Liu Kang, like the 90s Mortal Kombat. Um, and it's also got Chris Rock in it. Um, that's kind of like the first thing that pops in my head as far as action movies go. But I'm not a like growing up, getting older, you know, besides like Marvel movies. So, you know, you have Spider-Man, the original uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man um, came out when I uh, 2002. So I was probably like 15 years old. Um I mean, I really like those movies, but um, as far as like straight action movies like Fast and the Furious and stuff, like I wasn't really a huge fan. Um, and I'm still like not really a huge fan of Fast and the Furious, but I did go see Hobbs and Shaw. Um, me and my friend went and saw it and I was like, like, we, I don't know why we decided to go see it, but I was like, let's go see this movie. And so we did. And I mean, it was cool. Like, if you think about it, like if you're going. That's a spinoff, right? Yeah, it's a spinoff with Jason Statham and The Rock. Yeah. And uh, yeah. if you think about it, you go, you know, I, I went because I knew it would be pure fun, you know, and it was. It was it was pretty cool to watch all the cool set pieces and stuff. Um, and then John Wick came about being the same friend. We're just looking for movies to watch and we were like, let's watch John Wick. And so we watched the first one and then I ended up he I don't think he might have seen them on his own, but we didn't watch them together. The two and three, um, I watched them on my own, but it's kind of like you, Zach, like with John wick, there was just something about it that I was like, this is dope. <laughs> like I, I got to see the rest of these. 
Yeah, I'm trying to recall. I mean, I mean, I didn't, I didn't grow up with action movies, um, but I'm thinking like the '70s and '80s were a big, big decades for uh, kind of cheeseball uh, action movies and Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, maybe Die Hard. You could argue is um, up there when it comes to you know popular. Yeah. action movies I, I don't really count boredom ultimate the, the born series I, I mean those are action movies but i feel like they're they're more cinematic like they have more substance than just style I mean, the born series is more of like a spy thriller than a spy it's, it's got an action in it of course but it is definitely a spy thriller you know yeah but yeah i think my instruction to to action movies in general is probably something like jackie chan or something we weren't allowed to watch anything past like pg-13 growing up so i definitely had to find like some sort of campy film i think my I, honestly i think my first action film was probably like shanghai nights uh, with oh, jackie yeah. chan and like owen wilson that's not even like oh, it was like him on tbs and and it action and it comedy on. that's like this yeah it was like one of the only it was one of the only movies that uh that's funny that my parents would probably like let me watch until they got to that like uh until they got to like that uh that boudoir scene or whatever and they tried to make try to turn make me turn it off but <laughs> yeah i never saw those, but yeah but I, I did see rush hour a lot i did really really enjoy rush hour um because you know this comedy action comedy and then there was this other movie I, I do remember watching this movie as a kid called the last dragon i don't know if y'all have seen that um but it's about it's like a it's like a ninja movie um kind of like bruce lee but instead it's got a black lead as opposed to you know Bruce Lee. That's yeah. Cool. But I, I never, that's I, been years since I've seen that movie, but I do remember watching it a couple times as a kid. And it was just like this cool ninja movie. Yeah. I introduced to John wick at a summer camp. So I stepped at a summer camp and um, we were in tents, but they were kind of large and, and we still had power. So people would bring like their Xboxes and DVD players and TVs and stuff from home. And we'd all be out and living in the woods for like a month we all have TVs and stuff. So this weird dichotomy of of just like roughing it and then just like this wanton, you know, wanton technology. And uh, I remember this dude running through camp. He was like, "We're gonna watch a movie." And I'm like, "What movie is it?" He's like, "John Wick." I'm like, I don't. What's what's John Wick? He's like, "Well, this guy has a dog and they kill his fucking dog and he just goes fucking ham on everybody." And I'm like, "All right, that sounds dope." Damn. And that was my introduction to John Wick. There's the synopsis right there. I mean, yeah. They kill his dog. They kill his dog and he goes ham. Well, they killed the dog that his wife gave him. I mean, he he had just gotten that dog. Yeah, true. But I mean, like, you know, if you just want someone to watch a movie, if you just want to give a 30 second, like, what happens? Like, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That is totally. And honestly, I don't blame him. I mean, I get it because it was the it was the dog that his wife gave to him after she died. Like yeah. I would be pretty upset too if she's like, "You gotta love something," and then dead. Oh, poor dog! The way they had it like laying down whenever he wakes up, he's just like. That's what I was trying to. I, I was trying to figure out if they drug it over to him or if that dog was like still alive and limped its way over to him before. No, he died. I, I think he both already, of those are sad. Yeah, but I think he already he was already dead, and they they laid him like that. Is my my guess. God, yeah, I definitely don't blame him now. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could just start with overall thoughts about you know John Wick. I mean, this guy that comes out of the out of retirement uh, and justifiably because some Russian 
idiot high table related Bob uh, killed his dog and it was his last gift of sorts from his wife and and yeah he was he was mad yeah well the thing that really intrigued me and I and I obviously can't speak for everyone but the thing that really caught me was like it's such a simple plot but they have so much world building within it like oh he goes to the continental he has a hotel and there's these coins and there's this yeah. network and everyone's an assassin and it's just like who are these yeah. people how do they get here how do they set this up and it made me want more it's like yes this i want this dude to avenge his dog i want him to just obliterate everyone but i also want to know what is up with <laughs> the hotel well the thing that really intrigued me was the whole um networking system they have where they use like old school operators plugging in phones and stuff and then they use old school computers to put the hits out and they're like you know it's like um and they're like writing on a chalkboard you know john wick 17 million and then it like it's going to put like send all the send the hit out to other to people's modern cell phones from these old computers. And I was like, and not only that, but like the way these people are dressed, they're all dressed the same. You notice that? Yeah. They all like have, they're like some sort of, they're like all emo people. There's like know? clearly tattoos everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's what I'm saying. Like, like, it's like, this is what you have to look like in order to work here. And even like, I don't know if you guys have seen Gotham and I don't remember which one it was, but the dude that plays the penguin in Gotham is, is part of that. And, and he's dressed like, he's got like piercings and he's got his dark hair that he has the same hair he has in Gotham. Um, and he's got like tattoos and stuff. And I was just like, like that was what intrigued me the most was that whole system of networking to get all this information out to all the assassins was, was pretty cool. Yeah. I think they just did a, a really good job of building up this unspoken history of John Wick and the world that he yeah. came from. And so it just intrigued the audience to want to know more. Right. You Make know, us just like this. Totally. Like they make us have to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. On our own, which is fine. He's this mysterious figure. And in the first movie, especially, they have references to you know, his past as a you know, killer and him somehow uh, completing the ultimate task. Uh, and we don't really know what that is, but even after, especially after John Wick 4, people are wondering, hey, we need a prequel now of, of John Wick and his his days before he retired. And what uh, the, the Russian guy in the first one, he was alluding to when he said that John Wick is, uh, he completed that that special task of you know, probably, probably killing so many people um, to to be able to earn his, uh, I guess, retirement. Right. Um, and he killed so, three men with a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's in the second movie, wasn't it? They, he actually used a pencil yeah, to, he, he started to kill it. people. He didn't, yeah. he didn't actually kill anybody with it. I don't, I don't think like the Joker. <laughs> that was different. <laughs> that was a little different, but it was funny nonetheless. Yeah. But so the end of the end of the first movie, you know, John wick, it kind of, it, it's interesting how it starts. You see him on the, like kind of suffering on the ground in the rain. And then the movie ends similar, uh, like him coming up. And then I think that's when he goes into the, the dog humane society or whatever, and gets that a new one dog that we see that in, in the, in the sequels. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, uh, what do they call it? The end of the beginning or the beginning of the end, yeah. which, mm -hmm. you know, if you go to like a film class, you'll get, 
complained at for that. It's like if you've got an interesting story, you don't you don't start at the end because it gives it away. It's cheap. It's lazy. Well, if you do it right, a lot of times it's more like they start in the middle or like right after the because like with that that scene, it wasn't necessarily at the end, but it was getting there. But it was more like yeah. It was more like the middle of the, or maybe a little bit past the middle, as opposed to just being like the end. Because a lot of times people will do that. It's just, I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn because it is interesting, right? It's like, how did they get here? But it's also can be seen as kind of lazy. You can just, instead of starting with that, you can just start with the movie and we'll see that part later. But I don't know. I guess it depends on the kind of filmmaker you are. It was. They also show the the video of him and his on the beach with his wife. Like they do That's it twice. A, yeah. yeah. Um, well, they do so, it in, the, I mean, I, in, in John Wick Four as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the same video. And I was like, oh, there's that video because they. I don't think they do it in in two or three. Um, it's most no. mostly one and then four. Um, yeah, which I thought was not a kind of a nice callback to John Wick. I think they there's like one or like just a no in two. There are pictures. In his house, right? But I'm talking burn. about that that specific video. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he you're always right. has it on his phone. How does he not lose his? I'm sure he's lost phones and his fights and he's got stuff. Got it back up in the cloud, baby. Man, the cloud. Yeah, the cloud. <laughs> I'm sure they have some sort of cloud with the. They probably with have the, like a cloud program, it's like the Assassin's Creed or something, and it's yeah. like up. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, they have uploaded it somewhere. I'm sure, or yeah. he has, you know, one phone that he doesn't use as a phone. You know, he just has it for the video. Which is very possible because yeah. we don't ever see him lose it. Like we never, I don't, not that I remember, we don't ever see him lose that video. Although that would be an interesting, like they could put that in there. It would be fun to see him lose that video and or not lose it, but maybe someone jacks the the phone and he has to get that back too. But I like how in the sequels he he leaves the U.S. and he goes to other countries and visits other mm-hmm. uh, like bases or you know, continentals yeah. of sorts. I did, I did like Italy in the second one. Yeah, and they went to Osaka and and John Wick four, and I thought that was pretty cool to see. You know that that continental too. Like you get to see all these different continentals, on different parts of the world. It's kind of neat. I had to look up some of the words they use. Like, what is the word um, they use whenever they shut down a continental? Um, dang it! What is that word that they use? Uh, just oh, decommit. Deconsecrated. Deconsecrated. Yes. 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 Deconsecrated. I had to look that up. I was like, is that a real word? Cause you know, it doesn't sound like a real yeah. word. It's a real word. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, like they use words unholy. Yeah. Pretty much just saying, you know, it's, it's here, but you're not, you can't use it anymore. You're fired pretty much. Well, cause like yeah, the whole deal was I like, was weird. there's no blood spilled on, on the, on the ground. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, there's the idea of like a consecrated church or a consecrated place mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. okay. That makes reference. You have reverence sure. for the space that you're in. And so when they say like it's deconsecrated, it's like that reverence is gone. The rules that we had set in place don't apply anymore. You know, it's essentially whatever whatever benefit you had being on this ground no longer applies to you. But they also so basically it's a way of saying like you're not safe anymore. Yeah, it, it's uh, like it, I think they deconsecrated it so that they – could kill on it the the table the high table i guess the assassins could come in there and do but they also fired you know winston if i'm not mistaken. good old winston he's a conniving guy yeah but <laughs> i like him friend. yeah so oh and so it was ended two right where john wick 
breaks the rules and yeah, kills so. Santino, that Italian yeah. dude, and so like, that leads Mark- that sets off the the high fast pacedness of the future movies he's on. The motivation for John Wick one and two are really simple. The first one, they kill his dog. The second one, they blow up his house. That's like those are his motivations. They fucked mm-hmm. with him, right? right. Um, and then. Three and four are the consequences of his actions because, you know, throughout the whole series, you're like, you know, rules separate us from the animals. The whole, like, the whole network is so lawful, right? Like, that was the thing that was so interesting for me as well. There's all these assassins they make. They're they're living, killing people. But they have all these rules and restrictions that that they place on themselves to maintain a functioning network. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their own and that was really everything. Yeah, it was really interesting to me. Um, and the fact that they kind of had these like... It's like they have their, their own... Guess, but they feel almost yeah. arbitrary. Like if you're a dude and you kill people for a living, who cares whether or not you kill someone in a hotel or not? Just because everyone agrees that you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, but the consequences for that are like even that chick, uh, that girl that tries to kill john wick because they've raised up the the his hit or whatever his bounty and she tries to kill him and then they they kill her like yeah so there are consequences it's not just like don't do this because they said not to it's like don't do this or you'll be killed (laughs) you know yeah Yeah. i feel like in the fourth movie the fourth movie i mean if that uh and the scars guards character didn't i guess adhere and agree to do that challenge maybe he there could have been some consequences for him, even though he's kind of high up. Well, no, yeah, that's that's that was exactly what it was. Yeah. He painted into a corner. That guy yeah. was funny. He was, not, the, the was, not, was not confident either. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't funny. know that. I didn't know that Bill Skarsgård was in that movie. Like, did you well, guys realize he was in that movie? I didn't realize. I didn't realize that was him. Now, now that you mentioned his name, at, because that's the main guy, main bad guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't realize the French that was guy. Him. I did. It. I did think he he looks kind of familiar, but I never looked him up. I didn't really care. But now that you mentioned, I'm like, oh, yeah, that does kind of look like him. Now that you, now that you like, I didn't know he was in that movie at all. So he yeah. that was surprising when he, yeah, he did, when he, he did good. Yeah, he did good. I liked I liked his character because he was very overconfident that he didn't deserve or you know he he didn't deserve that confidence. And then at the end, when he's like, I claim this bullet or whatever, and then he's like, No, nah, dude, <laughs> he didn't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember so, reckon, I remember realizing that in the movie, like, wait, he didn't shoot yet. Something's yeah. gonna happen. Well, hopefully. that's what I that's what I thought too, because he like shot him, and I was like, I was like, oh, okay, you know, he's dead, or whatever. And then my friend was sitting next to me. Uh, we went and saw it together, and when he when he went to shoot him, he he was like, he didn't shoot. And then even uh, Winston, I think, said he didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Like, what an idiot. And then he it's like he just interrupted head. interrupted Winston and shot him anyway. Yeah, so I, I think one of my favorite John Wick movies, it's got to be three. I mean, probably next to four. I mean, the opening scene in the the library with the big old, I don't know, I'm assuming he's Russian, uh, the, the whole being thrown and thrashed around against the bookcases and then the wick, you know, you know smaller than that big hulking guy uses a book to bait, bait, break his jaw. I mean, that was just so visceral. Oh, yeah. There was no, there was no music during that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I like, I, I 
shuddered when he did that. Mm-hmm. When he like put his head on his book and just like snapped his neck with it, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't say, think there wasn't much of that in number four. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say compared to the first three, there wasn't there wasn't nearly as much gore and like hardcore assassinating than they were in the the first three. I almost felt in number four that John Wick had a little bit of plot armor because one through three. Like, that dude gets effed up, right? Like, he's getting stabbed and shot, and he's going to the doctors, getting his wounds fixed, and, <laughs> and, and people in my car injuries to his advantage and stuff. Yeah. And then season four, I think in, like, the first 30 Second seasons or something, four. he like, gets hit by, like, three cars, and he's, like, up and running. And I'm like, dude, there ain't no way. Yeah, recharge from number three, I guess. <laughs> Fully recharged. <laughs> After getting shot and falling off uh, the Continental. Yeah. I wonder if did John Wick know that Winston was going to do that? Was it planned? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. Because so. he he mentions it later. He's like says something about it, and Woods is like, "I had to" or something like that, if I remember correctly. Oh, when they when they meet at that weird place in New York, it wasn't yeah. a cemetery necessarily. Maybe it was. I don't know. I I, yeah, I think it was a cemetery. Yeah, that was a cemetery for um, Sharon. Second. Oh yes. yeah, Sharon Lance Reddick. Yeah, he's dead. Rest in peace. Yeah, I would. I, since he died, and the actor uh, Lance Reddick died in in real life, and it was very sad. I mean, seeing his death in the movie, it kind of hit a little bit harder. Yeah, I, I would but agree. He, like, it's a val- I, it was a valiant death, though. Yeah, I, I um, totally would agree. Like, I I thought the same thing. I was like, oh my god! Like, I don't did. Do we know how he died? Like, not the character, but the the man. I don't. I'm not sure. Okay, because I was just yeah. curious if if he already knew he might he already might knew known he was going to die, kind of like, you know, um, what's his face? Um, it's like I'm not going to make it. Kill me off. Black Panther. What's his name? Chad Boseman. Ch- Chad Chadwick. Chadwick Boseman. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, he had colon cancer, yeah. and I don't I don't know if he knew he was going to die, but I'm sure yeah. at one point he knew he was going to die. You know, so I'm just yeah. curious if like if like he knew he was going to die in real life. And I don't know. Then he, you know, it's like the parallel. He's going to die in the movie and die in real life. Like, I don't apparently Lance was doing press. I was watching numerous interviews where he's with the entire cast of John Wick 4. He seems healthy and he's talking and jovial. According to Google, Lance's death was caused by heart disease, although his family disagrees. Mm. Official, the official cause is heart disease, but his family is disputing that. Well, if you stay till the very end of the credits of John Wick for past the post credits, you you see the I think in memory or some type of tribute. Oh, yeah. That's right, Reddick. I, I stayed for the very end, but I wish they would have included that a little bit earlier in the credits. I don't know. It was all kind of a last well, they, uh, minute when thing. Went, when I went to the movies, it was uh, it they had the in tribute at the very beginning. Really? Yeah. Wow. It, it said like in tribute, in tribute, Lance Reddick, and then it. Kanye's fist hitting the oh. board. So it was at the very yeah. beginning. Oh, they should have done that for it. every yeah, screening. I didn't see that. Because I, I stayed for the post. What was the post credit scene again in four? It was a it was a really sad scene about the the Asian Oh dude. yes, that's right. Has come up well, with and the girl. Revenge. Yeah. The chick the yeah. Yeah. Asian girl. Yeah. Well, she's she, gonna she, be she was gonna kill try to kill Kane. Aren't they killed, gonna, his, killed her father? Aren't they doing a spin off with her? Or are uh, they? I don't know. I thought it was sure. uh, with um, Anna de Armas. Well, I know they mentioned it. I don't know. I just know that 
they were going to do a spinoff. And my friend was like, oh, yeah, there looks like they're setting up for the spinoff. And I was like, but I didn't realize it was going to be with her. Yeah, it's not confirmed yeah, with, with, it uh, with it's not confirmed with the, the Asian um, gal, but it, it is confirmed with Anadomus's character. Oh, Anadomus' character. She in those movies? I think she wasn't she briefly in three. I don't remember seeing her. She, I don't remember seeing her at all. I know uh, she was in maybe James I, Bond. Maybe that's where I'm getting confused. Yeah, she, she, plays she was in a similar uh, role. No Time to Die. She's very like they needed another agent really quick. She showed up. And then she left. That was it. And uh, James Bond. I guess in terms of like cinematography of fights, I feel like John Wick has does an excellent job at showcasing a fight sequence, kung fu, gung fu, oh, what, what do they call it? And long, long takes. Uh, and it's not jump cutty like maybe Batman, the Dark Knight trilogy, or like the Bourne series, Bourne, yeah, where it just it's hard, it's it's hard to understand what's going well, on. I mean, sequences. that's what you get when your directors are are former stuntmen, right? The, the directors are John Wick, uh, Chad Stalinsky, and David Leach. I believe that's how you pronounce the names. We totally wrong. They're the directors for the John Wick series, um, and they were stuntmen before they got into directing. They actually were just stuntmen directors, so right. they know the choreography of stunts inside and out, right? Like that's the reason why John Wick is so good. Um, and in some of their other movies, uh, you'll you get their styles almost pretty recognizable at this point. Atomic Blonde, Bullet Train, uh, Nobody, um, Santa Slay. All these movies are are directed or produced by these guys, that's and cool. they know what and and they have this incredible network of stuntmen uh, to at their disposal, right? So they've all got these really talented talented people who know how to do stunts, know how to take a hit, um, and they know how to incorporate the camera to make those stunts sell. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I think that's just, it's one of those situations where the, the talent perfectly meets, right? Yeah. But you could yeah. definitely tell it that their, their work is leaps and bounds ahead of a lot of the other Hollywood action. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, the, I think in three, the the scene, I think it's kind of somewhat in the beginning. I forgot. I haven't seen number three for a while, but the, the scene with John Wick fending off like a bunch of guys in that, I don't know, was it like a museum or some home? And there's like a bunch of knives, a lot of blades involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, and, was, that was three. Oh, yeah, and the, the, hall, and then, the Hall of Knives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the Hall of Knives. And that was eventually cool. just like two two guys look at each other and they bash through the, the the glass uh with all the cutlery you could call it and they're just like stabbing each throwing knives at each other and one like lands between his legs between john wick's legs and eventually stabs uh, uh the guy in the eye i mean that again i think three was quite a lot more visceral than number four which a lot of the deaths were just you know guns and uh you know just getting hit by cars and the the flamethrower or the the, or, the the shotgun that shot flaming bullets, the dragon's breath, dragon's breath. Yeah, which that was an, an amazing sequence. Yeah, That's I want to talk those about sequences that, that yeah. even outside of the John Wick films, like that's just cinema experience in general. That is up there. Which like that is some about? of the most creative filmmaking. That, that cool sequence, and in... we're talking about the the top down shot. Um, oh yeah. 
mm-hmm. when he's making his way through the, the uh yeah yeah four. that one it made me think of um i don't know if you guys are, yeah it's a video <laughs> game but like a uh, grand theft auto 2 um and like top down you know like diablo and stuff that's what it kind of made me think of where you go through like grand theft auto 2 hotline miami like some of those games where you go through different rooms and just just like it's like a shooting people killing them that's what that made me think i was like man this is so cool and i wish it would have stayed up there when him and that other guy i forgot his character's name it's a, uh, the black guy nobody um, is that his name yeah, yeah that's the char- that's the name he gave himself oh that's right yeah that's right i'm nobody yeah i, don't I was a little annoyed when he called himself that because yeah. i'm thinking mr nobody or whatever is it mr noto mr nobody or is just named nobody in the movie. the movie. But yeah, I feel like he should be nobody because I feel like they could just connect him in, in this universe, but different organizations, obviously. That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, but I don't know. What you, what'd you guys think about that? Nobody? Um, se- <laughs> no, the sequence. Uh, just, uh, oh, man. were you expecting that sequence? The bird's eye? I How had you- heard rumors about it, um, but I kind of intentionally kept myself in the dark. But it was amazing. That's just some creative filmmaking. Could you tell where cuts might have been? I mean, I was just trying to make it like a one take thing. But I mean, it, it, could you see maybe where cuts uh, in the sequence were made? No, I, mean, I was. As far as I'm aware of, that was one take. Yeah, that's really? what it looked oh. like to me. Yeah, um, that's one. That's one take. I've actually got a, an article up here. Yeah. So it, it was like shot um, in a studio built in Germany. It's a one take. And all the light, and wow. this is because they're talking about the the lighting and the and the film and stuff. All the lighting you see comes from outside the set. Um, they ended up doing like eight or ten like takes before they got the one that we see in the film. But yeah, that was that's a one shot. Yeah, it, wow. it looks like it's one take. And I mean, they'd have to do some pretty smooth cutting for it to, to for them to have cuts, which isn't out of the realm of impossible or possible or whatever, but it looked like one take to me. Yeah. I thought they would have maybe done cuts where you don't see him briefly as they transition to a different room where the camera goes, but I mean, they could probably, they could probably splice different takes together. Yeah. Using like the door frames and the walls and stuff. That's but, what I was thinking. Potentially. But they really wanted to do uh, John look for, in particular, they really wanted to do as much in camera as possible. So, like the fight with John Wick and whatever that big chungus dude is, the Russian guy with the gold teeth. Yeah. Have you guys noticed that there's a, like a whole bunch? There's been like an upsurging of like just fat suited villains in film. Oh yeah, that was in Berlin, right? That was the German guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a beautiful. Anyway, like all atmosphere. the water, like like ninety five percent of the water in that takes all real they actually had like all in camera and all in production and stuff like that so they really wanted this stuff to be in uh practical be in camera yeah i can't yeah, imagine practical. working in that environment like your suit's getting wet and heavy and you're trying to fight and roll around i mean just that's it's wild yeah you yeah, just kind of deal with it but that i think that uh when he has to do that favor for his i guess his clan or, or his people essentially he just go to the kill the german guy um yeah. the big boss mm-hmm. yeah I, I love that that the atmosphere of that scene the lighting coming from above and this that you see the him do, dealing the cards and it's, it's like a, a comic booky villain like mm-hmm. he just straight up what do you guys think the frame rate was when they were playing cards because i noticed 
in the theater that they i feel like they did like if the movie's in 24 something like they did that that scene was in 60 or something like that because it was exceptionally smooth it was it was different from the rest of the movie i don't know what scene you're talking about can you the scene where where John Wick, Kane, Nobody, and that and the mob boss are all playing cards and to decide Kane. who gets to yeah. kill who. What conundrum? Maybe I don't remember. Weird. It was right before he fought the big the fat. I guy. guess I I guess I need to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. they're playing cards and because yeah. he's like a card shark, and so nobody gets. You know, like a rural flush, and and John gets two of them, or like two pairs or something like that. But when uh, the boss is laying down his five of a kind, five of just a kind. the that sequence, whatever they did was a different frame rate. It's everything because it wasn't in slow motion. It didn't feel like it was necessarily in slow motion. Yeah, but it was definitely like a lot more smooth and a lot more crisp. Then, then we were, uh, then we were used to seeing mm. up till then, mm. almost like. And I know, like, there's a purpose for that. Like, they're like this dude's not normal, right? You know, like it was, it was definitely a creative decision that they had. Yeah, I'm watching it. It right was now. Just very it, interesting to me. Looks, oh, that scene. Yeah, it looks good. I don't remember that scene. Oh, here's the, something else I loved about after Osaka. And a lot of the other ones is just how uh, how wide they shot everything, like. The majority of that movie, I was trying to figure out what, uh, like what millimeter it was shot on. I was like, anywhere from fourteen to twenty-four. It was, and it worked perfectly because you get they got to see everything. Like that was definitely another creative. Yeah. What did you guys think of the uh, their choice of uh, of frame majority of this movie? Of what? Their frame, the fact that they shot wide almost oh, exclusively. I mean, I, I love wide lenses. So to me, I mean, pff, works for me. I'm like, totally down for wide yeah. lenses all the time. I don't know what it is about about wide shots, but I mean, it works. And it, it helps with those, you know, to they can expand the fighting a little bit more. I think, you know, they're not so crammed in this smaller frame where they can, you know, do cooler moves and stuff if they need to, like flying and stuff. I don't mean there wasn't a lot of flying around like the Matrix or anything, but you know, cool stuff that they can do. They have more room to do it. Yeah, because I know this film, John Wick Four. Uh, like I say, like we're not talking about all four of them. I know John Wick Four was shot with a large format camera, the Alexa LF, versus um, the original three, which was shot shot on a Super Thirty Five. The um, the Alexa uh, SXT, I think. So versus the, the 35 versus I think it's a little wider than that. It was like 36 or something like that. So it's not like the widest or largest sensor that you can get a hold of. Like there's super 65s. Um, but still, the fact that they shot in large, large format and shot with wide angle, I think really gave the film a particular look that we didn't see in the first three movies. I wonder why they decided to do that this time compared to the other three. Might have more money. I don't know, but the Alexa LF is such a pretty camera. You're such a pretty camera. Alexa LF was used for um, the Batman, uh, Banshees of Inisherin, 
Better so Better Call Saul, The Rings of Power. Rings. Of I have power. noticed that that you know if I compare John Wick Four to some of the other movies I've seen that shot on it, it, it certainly does have a certain aesthetic to it. A lot of more yeah, John Wick Four was shots. just like a, it was like a, it was a circus. There was so much going on. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of it was bloated with killing and different types of. Uh, battle arenas like i like the in paris that car chase like that area where it's like it's like a roundabout looking type of thing and all those cars going around and somehow wick is you know, just dodging all these cars at the same time trying to defend himself from these you know guys after him i thought that was a well done scene i thought it was also kind of weird how in general it seems like people don't recognize what's going on uh like when there's all this fighting happening like in the in the in, in, like in john wick 2 when he's like there's that silence pistols going on the little battle with the science i mean that that was that was kind of hilarious like how can you no one can yeah. see that this there's two people shooting again i'm i know it's a little bit out of the realm it's not supposed to be totally realistic but in general it seems like citizens are robots in a way I even in the, in, in, in the I liked in four in the roundabout there's like three people club. Shooting at each other, and like this little car rolls up, starts honking, there's horn at them. Like, if I see three dudes doing gung fu in front of my car, <laughs> I'm not doing jack, man. I'm, I'm hitting reverse and going the other direction. I feel like they got to have some type of like code not to like kill or even like no shoot random like non people that aren't a part of this network, so to speak. Mm. I feel like there's some type of code, and like, why is that police? Why aren't the police notified? Why aren't they on the, uh, the streets? Like, oh, I mean, what's, that, what's the they whole deal with that? that in, I'm in, curious. And they explain that in John one and Wick one, when uh, the police showed up at his door, uh, like, is there anything going on? And he was like, nah. And he's like, are you working again? Like, they got, they got the police are below the, the high table. <laughs> They're in the network. Oh, shit! So every pol- pol- so the high table has a stranglehold on law enforcement. Every every type, I guess. Oh, even yeah, the even the the president of every country, <laughs> I guess. The president, dude, how amazing would that be if they had like a John Wick five and like the president is an assassin? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't imagine. Welcome to the Washington Continental, sir. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the character uh, Winston. Uh, he just something about his uh, Ian McShane's acting. Is he's one of the better actors out of. Uh, the series, um, every scene with him in it, it's just fantastic. His his dialogue and interactions with John. He just seems like he's always wanting something. He's, he's trying to get his hotel back. He's he's just trying to avoid being slumped down to the ground. And that's the the prequel series coming out this year on the Peacock, I believe, streaming service is going to be about uh, a young Winston. And his rise uh, through, I guess, uh, leading to the Continental, which should be manager. interesting. Yeah, is that is that part of Annadale Mars, or is no, that just, day this is a, this Annadale Mars? Yeah, no, this is a totally different. This is a series uh, that's going to be coming out on streaming service, and yeah, Ballerina is going to be an actual movie. Man, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, yeah. I do remember hearing, reading something about that. And I thought that was kind of a neat. What? It's like Alfred. It's I like Pennyworth. It's, yeah, it's going to take place yeah, in the I 70s. It's kind of interesting how these streaming services are creating TV shows based off movies. Like Batman's Batman's doing it. 
with uh, penguin. penguin, with Penguin. Well, I know that the John Wick series. What do you guys? What do you guys feel like that? Because like, I've I've always felt. I mean, Disney Plus is doing it a little bit. What the Marvel stuff? Yeah. They, yeah, but they've kind of like built that interconnectivity from the very beginning. How do you guys feel about having like a movie that's very much made for the theater, and then suddenly they're making a TV show? I mean, <laughs> that's essentially a continuation of that movie. They've been doing it. Well, for I mean, years. I mean, yeah, I mean, the TV show is going to be and take place in the 1970s and featuring Winston and his interactions with the the society i mean so it it's kind of it, it's, it's more of a prequel of yeah. of sorts it doesn't bother me like if anything it, you know if it's a prequel about winston then we're gonna get to know winston you know and i he's probably one of my favorite characters besides john wick you know so it's like it's cool i'm cool with it the in it you know i was just actually talking about this with my niece recently and it's not about you know a tv show based off a movie but it is a tv show based off books um, Harry Potter series, you know, is getting getting its own TV show, and, and they were kind of like, "Oh, that's stupid." I was like, "Well, if you think about it, now they're able to add more stuff because it's just about it's just like a rehash of the Harry Potter books, from what I understand." Able to be, yeah, they're able to be more authentic. To well, the it, it, exactly. They can they can take this, you know, the stuff that they didn't weren't able to put in the movies and and put it in the TV show. So it's it's actually not that bad. Um, so, I mean, it doesn't, you know, they've been doing stuff like this, like Limitless, you know, came out with the TV show. And um, I think Twin Peaks was a movie. Was Twin Peaks a movie before it became a TV show? I want to say I, I saw that, but I could be wrong. Um, um, and Mission Impossible was a TV show before it became a movie franchise, you know, so. That's true. Yeah. You know, they do with that with TV shows a lot, like 21 Jump Street, you know, it's just, it, it it's fine. It's whatever, you know. Um, I, I like the idea of, of getting to know Winston a little bit more. I'm open to it. It kind of reminds me of now the canceled show called Pennyworth. Well, yeah, yeah, about, that's what I just said. Yeah, yeah. did you say that? Oh. Yeah, I did. That's that's it with Pennyworth. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, uh-huh. that that's what I was just thinking with Pennyworth and you know like Agent Carter. Um, but that's its own thing entirely. I mean, that's there was nothing to right. It didn't really establish anything. Yeah, which I mean, it's fine. But I feel like nowadays IPs are going to be like, yeah, we're going to just make a thing that's connected to what we already have established yeah, they don't. Uh, do our own standalone deal that's like a uh, james gunn's dcu we talked about this you know he's like here's what we got and every actor that's cast is gonna play themselves no matter what i'm like okay but can you can you do stuff well they got the elseworld stuff and it's like can you do stuff that doesn't have to be connected to everything like I, I, it's cool it's cool if you do yeah. that right <laughs> so yeah. um i i mean it's it's fine that like with with this winston series it's like I'll, I'll totally watch it, you know, because I like John Wick. I like the the whole franchise, so it's it's fine with me. But people are like, we need we need John Wick to make it interesting. I mean, it could be totally, totally, di- totally, uh, totally different uh, than uh, the action packed John Wick uh, John Wick series. I mean, I'm, I'd be fine with that too. A different type of genre, would, but uh, be more like yeah, a I'm drama. I'm interested in just the building of the world. Like that's yeah. what's interesting to me. I'm cool if they do. They could be a comedy. It could be whatever. Like I'm just want to know more about that universe. How do they set yeah. that up? Yeah, I, I still feel like the high table is this very mysterious thing. I mean, it was alluded to and even probably even explicitly said in John Wick Four, and like, like Winston asks John, "You, you can't kill them all. They'll, yeah. they'll just be popping up like that." And uh, I mean, John Wick. What does he say? He feels like he, 
if he dies, it, what's, that, what's that one quote about living and dying? Uh, he says it to, I think, Donnie Yen's character in the church before they have to oh, later yeah. duel. I don't know, but it was some philosophical quote that I felt was pretty interesting. Did, did you guys anticipate that John Wick would, quote unquote, die? Not really. Uh, didn't catch me by surprise. I was like, oh my God, but I was like, oh, he's dead. You know, that's kind of. I kind of realized when when he was running up the stairs to to the. That was a cool scene. The show off. I'm like, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, I don't know how this is going to end. How could it end? And then I realized he. There's not really a, a good. There's not really like a fulfilling ending with him alive. So I thought, yeah, I, when he was running up the stairs, I'm like, he's probably going to die. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if he was going to die from, like, you know, from Kane. I, I thought he was going to die from, like, I thought he was essentially going to give up and let Kane shoot him to so Kane can see his daughter, right? So he didn't right. die the way I expected him to. But, yeah, I, I, I figured he would probably have to die with the movie. Yeah, I don't... I think he's uh, he was shot in the areas similar to when he shot his his doctor uh, colleague that fixed him up. So maybe Kane mm-hmm. shot him in the, the areas where it wouldn't be lethal, fatal, mm-hmm. fatal yeah, fatal. Yeah. So I, I I don't think I mean Winston, can you take me home or whatever? I mean after that, um, there's so much we don't see uh, of. Uh, him being taken to New York and all that. So I think it, it's purposely ambiguous um, to open the door for if they want to do another movie. But I think his, his death is, as John Wick is symbolic, but his, whatever his real name is, Giordani, whatever, mm-hmm. um, he's probably maybe living a life um, away from this. Kind of like a um, Batman. This environment. Yeah. Christian so. Bell's Batman. I think that's the way it kind of feels to me. It, it wasn't very satisfying uh, as far as the death. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think it, it, it opened the door for me. It's funny because, you know, we see his, his tombstone and I'm just like, is he dead though? <laughs> you know, it's like, is he really <laughs> yeah, dead? Because was Lawrence Fishburne's character, the, 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 the king, the Valerie uh, king. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, so what, uh. do you think he's in heaven or hell? And, and Winston's like, who knows or something. He's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> and he kind of chuckles when he says it. Yeah, he's who like, knows? He he's probably not in either one of those places. So I was looking yeah. at um, because I'm still on the lenses. I was looking at the lenses that they used. These the alpha large format X2 anamorphic lenses. These are large format anamorphic lenses, um, which uh, uh, Ari is trying to get uh branded as like a brand new format essentially um the largest or the widest lens they have is 40 the widest lens that they have is a 40 mm. wow so all those wide shots that we saw weren't from wide lenses 
Because the widest that they have is only a 40. I'm going to need a gun. That's my favorite quote. <laughs> what are your thoughts about John Wick's dialogue and what they give Keanu Reeves to work with? I think I, it works for, for Keanu, to be honest. I think it works for him. Well, yeah, it does. I, I agree. Like, I think it's it's almost like he's trying to be, you know, William Shatner in Star Trek. He's like, I'm going to need a gun. It's it's just the way his speech is. And it's it's. It, I don't know if I noticed it at first and in, in the first, but it kind of develops like that throughout. And I'm just like, I, I dig it. Like I'm totally down for it. It's, it's pretty cool where he kind of like, he's, he's my kinda... favorite as far as dialogue for John Wick. He has, he's probably speaks the most at one time mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. in the first one. And it has the most emotion as far as you kind of feeling for this guy that just lost his dog and you know, lost his wife soon to lose his home and his wife. So it just, yeah. My so wife, he's, he's sitting down John's, and he's John's not a man of, of many words. Right. So in, in no. wick one, he says a total of 511 words through the whole movie in wick four. He has a total of 380 yeah, I can the believe, whole I believe movie. it. It's a three three hour movie, and he says three hundred and eighty yeah. words. Three hour movie. You didn't need to really. <laughs> he to... He could have just flown. That would have been okay. I do like the <laughs> but, style of fighting they have in those movies with the like because you call it what gung fu. That's what and they it, call it. Yeah, and the, it the makers. And I I actually because I thought about this throughout, and I love how like he'll like one one thing I love that he does is when he he like shoots he's like. Shh, and then he, it's like out and he just throws the gun and hits him in the face. I love it when he does that because he did it a few times throughout the movies, all the movies. And he's like, he like runs out of bullets and then he just chucks it at their face and it hits them and they fall over. And um, I do enjoy like the mixture of fighting and, and shooting. And he like, he like when I don't remember which one it was, but they had that armor. And so he, he couldn't shoot them. He had to like open up. He had to like, you know, bend their necks so he could shoot their yeah. necks. And it was, that was three. Yeah, it, I know it was one of the two yeah. middle ones. Well, uh, yeah, it three. Yeah, because it ends. It ends with Winston shooting him. Yeah, yeah. He like has to get in their neck so he can shoot that. I thought that was pretty cool. That was a great. Uh, that was a great entire sequence, and and then the hotel manager even busts out a shotgun and starts killing people. Oh yeah, that's some cool fighting going on in there. Like, I remember we had Halle Berry's character with the oh, yeah. dogs. That was the first time we saw like had the, the inclusion of you know trained dogs to attack people and then we had nobody with dogs as well with that was his, cool it was cool but i, I, wish I, we I saw didn't... more i wanted more of Halle berry's character like the return or something like that's a, maybe a spinoff with her maybe not an entire show but i just want to see more of her character i feel like they have a, she and john have a they obviously have a, a past as far as working together she was a manager of a continental as well right and what yeah i feel like yeah, was it which like one was it middle east or something oh you're right yeah because she takes him to see one of the one of the elders or whatever oh or yeah the, the one that you killed in the yeah. beginning yeah because she number four yeah well because she he shoots her dog right but he has a bulletproof vest on so he lives but you're right i think they kind of overused the bulletproof like vest I mean, you saw them like using like a bat oh yeah he, he pulls up yeah. his his, uh, Everyone his was jacket. doing it. Yeah, that was funny. I was like, "What if he shoots you in the hand?" Like, honestly, <laughs> like, like, doesn't. I know what made that movie possible because they're shooting people so much. There's no way anyone, any of those people, would live. Right, but they if they not, didn't have something, they've like sewn or you know this Kevlar material into their suits, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, but I want I'm one like, of those. Yeah, me too. I would totally wear one. That'd be heavy. 
I, I mean, I don't, I don't know where, I, what, why <laughs> I would wear it or where I'd wear it too. But man, I'd be like, I got Kevlar in this, so try to shoot me. Go ahead and shoot me. I mean, surely the president has a, such a suit. Probably not, or, though. <laughs> or he just wears a bulletproof vest. How about the? I guess the music. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm a big music guy. I mean, it's it's a lot of. I don't really upbeat, remember the rock type music. I mean, um, I feel like they used a lot of themes from the first one in number four. It's a lot yeah. of the during the fight scenes. It's very subtle. I mean, it's not I was gonna say melodic, but I I recognize some of the the music. I didn't the music did make a big impression on me. It's just kind of your standard cinematic or whatever type music. I don't know. I'd, I guess I'd have to watch it again and, and really listen. Cause you know, I, I've seen it all before, but when I watched them recently, it was the first time in a few years. So I was just watching the movie and sometimes I'll notice music, but like when I went and saw the super Mario brothers movie, I listened for the music, you know, but yeah. um, and Jack but Black Wick, has a, has a song, right? Or something that's yes, yes, he dominated. <laughs> it's apparently a t- charting the top 100 billboard right now, and it's eligible for an Oscar, apparently. So it's <laughs> like, oh boy, like I liked it, but man, I didn't like it that much. I have to see that movie, yeah, but you know, that, I think John Wick Ford, the, the ending scene, it's like an orange. Uh, background and john wick's looking into the sky and he's on the the stairs there is that synth that very 80s sounding synth uh music going on i was like wow and i like that i probably shared yeah. that in, in the group chat you probably you probably but, did yeah but that was i like that i like that i need i need more of that <laughs> but, well look it up on spotify i bet it's there i bet you can find it, the whole it, album it's on YouTube, I think. That's where I found it initially. So where do you guys think John Wick goes from here? And do you think, uh, or are you open to there being a, a proper reason for him to Not come back in a, a John Wick 5? Because I think a lot of people are accepting that this is maybe a, a satisfying death. But I mean, at least for me, based on how they presented it, and there's some, there's lots of holes and we don't see him being buried. I guess we don't need to, but there's just the dialogue uh you know heaven or hell and the, the little chuckle and then you see the dog uh look perk up a little bit people saying hey he's looking at john wick in the distance i don't know but i think i don't think it's definitive um it, it, from from my perspective that he's dead but i would be open to a fifth one but i'm down for uh spinoffs in the meantime yeah i i would agree like when us when when he you know he did ask winston to take him home and i was like oh okay and then he and then it showed us like, that's his, a code for something yeah <laughs> that's a code and that um well then it shows his tombstone i'm like oh like he's dead so you know i don't 100 percent believe he's dead i'm okay if he's dead um but I'm also okay if he somehow, you know, it's like Phil Coulson and in, in Agents of Shield, you know, he dies or we think he's dead in, in Avengers, but then he's, you know, they're somehow magically revived him or whatever for the show. And I'm like, that's a little different. Like I'm like, oh, c- come on, you just wanted Phil Coulson in, in this show, and so I'm, but I'm more okay with John Wick being alive still than Phil Coulson. Like I, I think I they should wait okay. till. They should wait till 2030 because I think it was the first one or the second one where Aurelio, the Italian guy, yeah, uh, says, I'll have your Mustang ready by Christmas 2030. 2030. So I think that'd be kind of nice. So 
20, nice little homage. John Wick comes back and, to, and one of his first ready. scenes is going to Aurelio to pick up his Mustang and he's you know, John Wick's a lot older. So I think that'd be great. I don't know. I, don't know, I feel like it was me. a satisfying ending. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I'm, I agree. I'm totally cool with him being dead. I'm, I still want him to explore the universe and I think it'd be cool to see him pop up as a supporting character in other, like, other, other Assassin's movies. Like, oh, he comes up in name or he pops in, you know, this is some sort of prequel or something. He like pops in and he helps out someone like, oh, the Baba Yaga. And then and he like disappears. You know, he just like becomes a supporting character. I think that would be pretty cool. So we keep getting him in the series, but it's not directly focused on him anymore. I mean, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. too. I would actually be okay if they just picked out a younger actor to play John Wick and did a prequel series with him. <laughs> As long as it was a good actor that could really, you know, play the part, it wouldn't. I, I wouldn't just be anybody like, like they did with um, Dumb and Dumber, or with two randos that you know, because that's the that's the movie where Harry and Lloyd like meet, and there's just two stupid actors, and it was a dumb movie. So like that, yeah. I'm not okay with. But if they found somebody that you know could really embody the John Wick and Keanu Reeves, like I'd be okay if they did something to where. They showed yeah. him when he was younger, kind of coming up in the ranks of this assassin, you know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Cool. Oh, no deep fake? No, I don't need that. You know, I, I think no digital de aging. No, I was looking at an article and uh, the director talking about his potential wish, his wish list for if there was a number five and a sequel or a spinoff, but he mentioned specifically sequel. Uh, he wants you know, Cillian Murphy and Colin Farrell as uh, actors to appear in a fifth movie mm. you know you know those actors right the big yeah. penguin and peaky blinders guy and scarecrow shoot i feel like both of those guys would be like great villains uh, but yeah. again i mean I'm, I'm i'm pleased with the ending but i feel like it's purposely not definitive for sure i mean even when the actors the directors and in interviews say yeah we're just taking a break with uh, keanu reeves right now as far as number five because you look at imdb they're John Wick 5 it says pre-production type of thing but that's probably before the pandemic so I think there was there were plans definitive plans for 5 but there's kind of just kind of taking a break well I think t- they had originally planned for a 4 and 4 and 5 but they changed it it was November 2022 I'm looking at IMDB John Wick 5 yeah. fifth installment pre-production who knows who knows the world will never know well, but some people, I'm looking at several articles right now, just in the news section. I type in John Wick 5. It says, six reasons why John Wick 5 should happen instead of more spinoffs. How the John Wick franchise fits into the bloody tradition of the revenge film genre. That sounds like an interesting article. Anyways, any last words about John Wick? <laughs> <It's> a <good laughs> <movie>. I, <laughs> I'm going to need a gun. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I need a new suit. <laughs> I like... I'm, like with John Wick, you know, I mentioned this earlier. It was a real surprise to me how much I really enjoy the John Wick franchise. So, like when it when it finally comes out, you know, in a home video, as I used to call it, um, home video. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll buy it and rewatch them all. Yeah, watch them, especially since we haven't seen. I haven't seen the first three in a while. I'll probably make watching them. All even more, all the better, city, more enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. But something something about number one on a technical issue with the Blu-ray, like 
I, it has Dolby Atmos in it, but some for some reason, it just there, you can hardly ever hear the dialogue amidst the all the carnage, and I think maybe the music's too loud. Some, but it's only it's only with number like one, that. only number one has that issue for me with the Dolby Atmos. I mean, that um, might just be how they mixed it. Some movies are like that. Tenet's terrible for that. That uh, yeah. The Dark Knight Rises was there a little bit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Some some movies, you know, it's just real quiet, and then it blows up in your ears, and then it gets real quiet again. Some people, some movies are just mixed poorly. Yeah, and in number one, I don't think it's made so much the dialogue, but I want to hear more of the 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 guns sounding more prominent when they fire off. It's like I'm used to at least in number two and three, which I saw in theaters, like the gun sounds are a lot more prominent amidst a, like the music and all that. But who knows? And I think Prime they're introducing where you could adjust the dialogue volume in movies on their catalog which that's neat it's pretty cool i mean for maybe for tenant as well (laughs) (laughs) unless that's like a it wasn't that like an artistic decision to have the the dialogue that was was very much an artistic decision on on nolan's point yeah i haven't seen that movie yet he's coming out saying it it's good i've seen it about three times a lot of people don't like it a lot of people don't like it they say it it doesn't make sense it's one of the it's we've talked about it before it's one of those movies you have to think through well, maybe it's we a should watch film. it and talk about it. I would love that. We should do that. Yeah. I really want to Until talk. next time. Yeah. Great discussion about John Wick. Make yeah. sure to follow us. Fantastic Mr. Podcast on all of our social medias. Nice. Facebook, right. Twitter, Instagram. YouTube. Anywhere you get your podcast these days. Well, YouTube, Spotify. You guys want to close? Anything else? No. Nope, good to I'm go. Good. Let us know what your favorite John Wick movie is, and if you think Wick is indeed dead. (laughs) You sound like a radio announcer. (laughs) If you think Wick is indeed dead. Until next time. All right, well, we'll see you guys. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Have Have a fantastic day. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that.